welcome to Soul Inspired Leadership's latest podcast. And today, I have a, my special guest is from all the way from Singapore, so we're we're kindred kindred brother and sister, so to speak. Elizabeth Lee. Now, Elizabeth is a personal leadership and habit change coach. Her mission is to help busy professionals find their passion and purpose in life, so they make happy and fulfilled. So they may be may be happy and fulfilled every day. Liz ventured into the world of coaching nine years ago in 2012 and has not looked back since. It, it's been a fulfilling nine years for her, coaching individuals across a broad spectrum towards their personal and professional goals, from fresh graduates to senior executives, the public sector, statutory boards and small business owners. Inspired by her coaching experience, Liz authored a book in 2018 entitled Bring Out the Champ in You. How to Nourish and Flourish a Winning Mindset. And I can vouch for the book. It's a great little read and some great exercises in it. And that's some of the reason why we're talking today because it really helps um, to be people to better lead themselves. Now, with prior to, prior to coaching, um, Liz worked as a marketing and consumer insight professional for over 20 years in key, key leadership positions. Her role was to lead, shape and inspire consumer-centric strategies to drive growth for Fortune 500 companies, etc. Her, her experience was honed her skills in asking powerful questions and getting to the core of what really matters. And that's, she was good at doing that in her role. And now she still keeps that skill to carry it into the coaching sphere. All of her experience have greatly elevated her ability to coach across a diverse spectrum of people in all walks of life. Aside from coaching, Liz also engages in freelance consulting uh, for insights for FMCG and is also a certified face yoga method teacher and coach. So my, my wife is a yoga teacher, so I haven't asked her about face yoga. That's a good one. So, and I'll have uh, Liz's contact points in the notes at the, at, in our podcast on the site. So welcome, Liz. Thank you, Russ. So one of the reasons why I, I was interested in having you on as a guest is um, is because, as I said about the book, that it it, it does help people lead lead themselves. And one thing I found that with, with coaching executives, some of the biggest issue when people have got a real problem and are struggling is they're not leading themselves. They go from pillar to post. They they tend to swing with the breeze depending what they perceive as what they should be doing and not doing and, and their ego bursts forth, all these sorts of things, but they don't actually lead themselves properly. So what what's your take on 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 self leadership? Wow. It's a big question. Yeah it is. But 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 it's a I mean it's a very important question because if you can't lead yourself then how can you lead other people? That's right. Right. So and to lead yourself, you really have to be um, very clear on what you want. So first of all, who are you and what kind of uh, what kind of leader do you want to be? What kind of person do you want to be? What kind of life do you want to lead? And where do you really want to go? Because you, you have to have a very strong vision for yourself. Right. right. If you don't have a vision for your life and a purpose for your life then it's very hard to keep motivated, especially when the chips come at you. And mm. especially when, um, you know, life throws a curveball at you. And then 
you fall down. And if you fall down too many times, it's hard to get up and to keep going. So if you don't have a clear purpose and a vision before you, then um, it's very hard to keep going in life. And that, that's right. And it's, it's, it's interesting. It's no different to a business. Without a, a purpose in the business, when it's struggling, people start to wonder, what are we doing this for? And, and it, it becomes an evolving thing. Well, an individual is the same. Whenever you're struggling, you, you tend to ask yourself, what am I doing? Um, yeah. why am like, I here? Why, like, <laughs> why, why, why am I getting hit over the head every 10 minutes type thing? But, and you do struggle to get up continually because you, you don't know where you're getting up to. If you're just getting up to think, I'll just stand up and I'll hit me down and I'll fall down again, well, you're getting up and running to where you want to be heading. That's, and that's where you put in the energy is when you have that purpose. And you're right, without the purpose, it's very hard to lead yourself because you don't see the reason why you're leading yourself to what. Where are you leading yourself to? What are you, what are <laughs> you, trying, to, what are you trying to achieve? And it's something simple like I often go through with executives and get them to write down that in five years' time or three years' time or any, doesn't really matter what time, but if I went and asked their staff, um, well, how, how, do you, how do you describe the, 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 my client, right? Let's say calling Bill or Mary. Mm. How, do you, how, do you, how do you describe Mary and, and Mary's a leadership ability here and as a person? Then I say, okay, if I go and ask any of your people how do they best describe you, what do you want them to be saying? Some can rip it out pretty quickly. Others have to really think about it because they've never thought about it before. They just do. And the trouble is when they just do without consciously thinking of it, there's no direction. <laughs> yeah. But once they see what I've got to do to be described that way, and I've never got anyone yet that says I want to be, a, I want to be classified as an idiot, right? <laughs> they don't. They want to be classified, all very nice. So they write down the things. Then we work out, so what have you got to do day to day in order to be described that way? Mm. And that's, that, that becomes their template to lead themselves into whatever they're doing. So, yeah. so I was taking over, taking over the conversation there, Elizabeth, but that's, I often say that. That's why I, say I, I like the book so much because it helps you, I guess, take stuff out of your head and put it on paper. Right. Right. And I love what you said, because, you know, actually, I'm quite curious to know what do your what what do your people write down? Because I bet you a lot of it goes back to the job or oh, um, I'm a, you know, um, I don't know, I'm a executive or something to do with their job. The identity tends to be tied to the job. And that is so um, that couldn't be. I mean, that that really isn't. It's the best not, way no. to define yourself. No, no, it's, oh. that's, that's some, you're right. That sometimes happens, yeah. It sometimes happens. Uh, and, and But I, I usually pre premise it by saying, you know, when in 10, 20 years' time, if, if I spoke to someone who's working for you right now, they'll only remember how you made them feel, not how you made them think. Thinking is for the workplace, the, the particular day-to-day -day things you've got to do at work but how did you make them feel? Because that's what they'll remember. So when they describe you at any point, even if it's tomorrow, it'll be how you make them feel. So that, that then takes away from the workspace to them as a person. How do they yeah, make them feel? Right. Yeah, yeah. How, how do you want to be remembered, right? Yeah. Mm. So it's, it's the legacy. It's the legacy, yeah. 
So, so tell me, um, when you look at self-leadership and you're saying about that that's helps drive you, what are some of the key points uh, from your book? I'll let you talk about it, um, that, that sort of people should be sort of focusing on. Yeah, so, you know, self-leadership, I mean, we, we all have goals that we want to reach and we can be very clear about them, but it's really the tenacity and the grit to persevere and be resilient all the way in order to reach your goals. So for people to lead themselves well, they need to remember that the body, the mind and the emotions are all intricately connected. And what you do with one is going to affect the other. So I'll just go into each one very briefly. Yes. Um, your words, your words and your thoughts. We all know that our words shape our world and shape our life. And the stories that we hold in our head can either build us up or tear us down. I saw a very interesting LinkedIn uh, quote yesterday. It was so beautiful. It says, we live most of our life in our minds. So it better be a nice place. And truly, we are creating our life every day with the thoughts and the conversations we have either with ourselves or with other yep, people. Yep. And so those stories better be nice ones because whether you like it or not, your thoughts and words um, eventually translate into action somehow, which then yep. shape your outcomes and your behaviors. And so very important to guard your thoughts and your words. That's one. The second is controlling your emotions, keeping tab on them. We are human, so we're all going to face or experience a range of emotions. And that's well and fine, but when you get into the negative moods and emotions, you need to be careful. So you can live in there, and you should. You shouldn't not grieve or you shouldn't not mm. be angry, but you need to give yourself a cap cut the time that you're in there and find a way to get out of that because if you don't it will fester into a mood and that mood will consume you and it will affect everything else that you do right then it goes back yep. to the stories and the stories affect your behaviors and your outcomes and the third thing is your movement so the way you carry yourself the way you move through mm. life is so important you know people don't really think about it but your posture it actually impacts your, your moods and your thoughts. It's interesting. So I do, yeah, I do talk yeah. about that in my book. There are four different main postures, which are openness, stability, resolution, and flexibility. And you need to ebb and flow from one to the other in order to get to where you want to go. So if you are mindful and aware and conscious of how all these three interplay, and after a while, it will become quite natural. Then you're able to at least, number one, first be aware, and then number two, uh, find ways to diffuse it so that you can continue on your journey, stay at ground level and keep moving forward. Because if you keep falling down, it's gonna be very hard to get up. You will feel stuck. You will feel that um, you will close off a lot of possibilities ahead of you, and it could potentially rob you of, of potential joy and happiness. That's right. And I guess I was thinking when you were saying that about your posture, um, it's a simple, like a simple thing. Um, if, we, if we're at a funeral, people put your head, you put your head down. Yeah. In other words, you're resonating closer to your heart, right? Because it's an emotional response. You don't tend to put your hand, head up and look in the sky. 
but it's no different because that's more of a, a more of an enlightening and bigger picture and happy sort of look. Um, there again, that if you want to motivate yourself and get yourself moving, put your head up and take a deep breath. And that sort of gets you moving because that's a psychological message that's going into your subconscious. But if you put your head down, it tends to, you're, you're connecting with your emotions, your heart, yes. right? Now, whilst you've got to connect with your heart, if you want to sit in that deep emotion when you're, when you're in a bad space, you'll stay there if you keep yourself down. As soon as you look up and put your head up and, and take a deep breath, it makes a massive difference to how you're feeling. So it's exactly what you're saying. Yeah, and it, I mean, you're triggering something in my mind, just if I can quickly share. Yeah. Um, one exercise I tend to do some with my clients sometimes is I'll say to them, all right, you had a bad week, right? Okay, good. So I want you to look down, head down, and tell me about your week for one minute. And so yeah. they'll go on about that. And as you listen, you, you start to hear the, the tone starts to drag, Um you know, and they're very down, you can hear it. And then I say, okay, good. Now I want you to look up and repeat the same thing for one minute and say exactly the same thing. And you know what? <laughs> when it, it, they can't. They and can't. The, the words become more positive. That's right. <laughs> it's, That's right. It's really, really a good exercise to do. <laughs> it's, a good, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great exercise because it, it, that's just the way we're wired, right? It's just this connection. As you said before, your body's connected. Everything's connected, right? So it's it's your body's response to your physical, uh, what you're doing physically. It's it's that body language response, and most of our com com communication is body language, and mm. that includes yourself. Yes. So you're you're connecting with yourself. Your self talk, or in this case, it doesn't have to be talk. It just your your subconscious knows you're in a bad, you're in a sad mood because your head's down. It's, very hard to put your head down and start mm. laughing. We don't tend to laugh with our head right down. There's always an yeah. exception. There'll be some exception of person somewhere. But generally, you tend to open up, your chest opens up and your head goes up because that's what it does, right? In that in that, in that feeling. Yeah. So it's if those little exercises make a big difference to people. And, and, and particularly in a workplace, if you're feeling down, just take a bit of time and Put your head up and take a few deep breaths and positive and try and and, and yes. get go forward. That's why uh, a lot of people often go and walk in nature or go for a walk in a park because mm. you're more likely to, to to look up and take a deep breath with fresh air. Um, yes. It all it's all about giving you a message. It's all about giving your body a message. It doesn't always have to be self-talk. Yeah. It can just be the, the physical reaction. Yeah. And just two more points on leadership, if mm. I may. One yeah. is a very simple one, which is setting goals. So make sure that you do have goals that you set for yourself, because if you don't, then you're going to end up someplace else. That's one. And then the other thing is celebration. That is so, so important. If yeah, you don't yeah. celebrate yourself, you know, don't wait for other people to celebrate you. That celebration can be as small as giving yourself a chocolate cake. Or it could mm. be something bigger, like buying something nice for yourself. But always praise, um, I mean, not praise, but always celebrate yourself. Because in this world, it's very negative. I think uh, Ben Renshaw said, by the time you're 18, you would have been praised 30,000 
time to decide or discourage 250,000 times. So there's so much negativity and you need to start putting guardrails for yourself. Uh, so 250,000 to 30,000, that's not good figures. That's eight but, times. But, and that's right. <laughs> and, and, like, and, and some of that, you can see how that happens when you're a child sometimes because you're trying to, like, the human reaction is to, is to correct the child when they're doing something wrong or whatever. Um, they don't say so much when they're doing something right. <laughs> but that, yeah. that, car that carries, and, and, I, and I guess I've been guilty of that over the years. Um, at some point, you do. Uh, no one, because we're not, we're, only, we're human, we're not, we're not perfect. Some are better at it than others. Um, but it's no different. That's when you get people get into leadership positions. There again, they don't, they tend to critique or correct someone, not praise as much. So that the, the mm. that ratio would still be there because that's the way it's they've been wired since they're born. Yes. And it, it's not it's an ongoing sort of thing, right? But if you can reverse that, it makes a massive difference. Yes, that's right. Makes a massive and so so when you're doing that to other people, you're doing it to yourself. <laughs> that's, the, that's the problem, <laughs> that's right? right? Yes. It's, it's okay critiquing yourself constructively because uh, <laughs> you want to get better, but it's how you do that. It's constructively, not oh you idiot, what have you done this for? It's man, I've, I've, yeah. I haven't done this such a good job, but I, I did these things. Well, at least I've got to build on this. But that you know, talk yourself more, in a more positive light. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I sometimes I ask my clients, you know, is that how your friends talk to you? And they say no. Well, then why do you talk to well, yourself? Yes. That? <laughs> That's exactly true. It's just, it's it's the biggest thing that causes problems is the self-talk. Um, and in in a mm -hmm. corporate world, the self-talk is. Um, Oh, I've got to show them out there that I'm 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 tough or I'm I'm holding everyone accountable or or this or that. It's the self-talk of what other people might think or feel. Um, yeah. Maybe more, more like, like think rather than feel, but it's like it's all predicated around that, not what I deep down want to be doing. Your head's telling mm -hmm. you one thing. Your head's telling you one thing, but if you sat and thought and reflected in a more closer to with from your heart. Then you probably wouldn't be doing that, because <laughs> I often get that in coaching, uh, yeah, you know. Right. So you know, I've, I've said it a few times. So yeah. you're okay by having that, by actually ruining that person's day. Are you okay with that? When they go home tonight to their kids, just picture that. How hard it is then to be happy and joyful with the kids. Just said, have a great day, work, daddy or mummy, and they <laughs> have to smile and so. Because you're the cause of what they're feeling, and see, I've never really had anyone goes, "Oh, yeah, that's that's perfect." But no one ever says that, right? They all go, "Oh, never thought of that." <laughs> so I said, "Well, you've got to think about it. <laughs> These are the things. It's the impact of what you do deep down, yes, and, and yes. how you make people feel." That's getting back to what as we talked about before. It's uh, interesting conversations how people. Do that, and that's why, as I said, I, I enjoyed your book because it it helps people think through some of these things. Because it, it the exercise mm -hmm. help you get closer to your, your heart, right? And this our, our, this podcast yes. is called Soul Inspired. Well, that's 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 what I'm saying. It's coming from within, not 
not in your headspace. It's coming from deep within, your heart and your soul. That's uh, the key thing. So we're getting probably close to finishing. So any other last couple of points you want to make, Elizabeth? Yeah, well, you know, I'm all about purpose and passion. And I always feel that, you know, we go through so much of our time at work and um, we're always chasing after everybody else's goals but our own. And, you know, if there's one thing to take away, it's to really give yourself a gift. Give yourself a gift of self-reflection and self-awareness. Yeah. And think about what is so special about you and what can you offer to the world? You know, David Viscott says, um, what did he say? He said, um, the purpose of life is to discover your gift and the meaning of life is your gift away. And so what is the gift that you have to offer to the world? It doesn't have to be anything huge and big, right? Mm. It could be, um, you know, you're a helper, a giver, a leader, uh, you're creative, whatever it is. It doesn't really matter. Special. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you take that and you hone it and you will find that gives you joy and happiness and you bring that into every area of your life, right? So it goes back if you know what you are, who you are and what you want, what kind of person you want to be, what kind of life you want to lead, then you are able to focus on what matters to you. And that helps you to be intentional in all areas of your life. So whether it's in your personal or your professional life, you're bringing those values, you're bringing in those gifts in there. And it's a weaving pattern going through all of your life. Yeah. And that yeah. is really you being a real human being living in this world and not you being somebody different in corporate versus somebody different yeah. in your you can't, can't be different. You are can, one. cannot be different. Yeah. yeah, that's so true. Yeah. You're, not, you're not playing different roles. You're playing one role. That, that role is you. It's just you. That's your role yes. you're playing in this, in this movie. It's just you. No one else. Uh, you should be doing no one else, playing that's anyone right. else, just yourself. Look, on that note, um, thank you, Elizabeth, yeah. for joining us today. And I thank everyone for listening to our um, podcast. And please join in again uh, for our next one, which will be, well, whenever I get it recorded and, and publish it out. So thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.